0: Hello, my name is Jordan Tardo, and I'm the lead pastor at Experience Church. I'd like to take a moment and just say thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast today. I hope this message blesses you. I hope it encourages you. I hope it strengthens you for what God has called you to today. Refreshing your soul. Refreshing show. I want to talk to you today from the book of Psalms, chapter 136. What we've been doing, if you're just joining us, is we've been breaking down one psalm each week uh, on the Scripture and what it says. And you can't read psalms. As I was closing down this series, praying this week, I thought, you know what, you can't teach on psalms, study psalms, talk about psalms, read psalms, without seeing, reading, studying, talking about praise, all throughout the scripture in Psalms, there's always, there's, there's scriptures about praising the Lord. It's really a book of praise. And so I said, we can't go nine weeks talking about Psalms without talking about the importance of praise. And I want to show it to you in Psalms chapter 100, verse 4. I know I said 136. I'm going to start in 100, verse 4, and then we'll go into 136. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Psalms chapter 136 and verse 1, it says this. I want to show it to you. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures His faithful love endures You're going to see that a lot. Give thanks to the God of gods. His faithful love endures in verse 3, it says, give thanks to the Lord of lords. His faithful love endures. Come on, 9 o'clock. I know y'all are tired, but y'all be sounding rough. You know what I'm saying? Forever. Forever. His faithful love endures forever. I love in the very first scripture in verse 1. It says, give thanks to the Lord. If you go back to verse 1 for me. For he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord. You're like, well, what do you mean you're talking about praise? This doesn't say anything about praise. And if you read Psalms chapter 136, the word praise is never even mentioned, but the whole scripture, the whole Psalm is praising God for he is good in all the things he has done. The scripture says in Hebrews, I want to show it to you. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name giving thanks to his name it says let's give praise to god offer the sacrifice of praise what is that it says that is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to god how do we praise god the one of the greatest ways we praise god yes we sing and we say oh we sing are the fast songs or praise songs so we sing fast songs because we're praising him yeah that's great But praising Him goes way beyond just singing a fast, upbeat song. Praising Him is giving thanks with my lips to Him. It's honoring Him. It's giving glory to Him. It's exalting Him above all else. It's giving us an opportunity, I love it, to really understand the importance of giving thanks to Him. It's honoring Him with our lives and with our mouths. 136 verse 1 says, Give thanks to the Lord because He is good. Give thanks to the Lord because He is good. The very nature of who God is is good. The very nature of who God is is good. In fact, there is no wrong or evil in Him. He can't even be around it. He is goodness. and I love it, and and it's so cool because we oftentimes we can get caught up in our circumstances and we can judge or base God based on what we're seeing or what we're walking through or what's happening to us, or what's happening on this planet. That has nothing to do with God's character. God's character is he is? He is? I'm just making sure you're with me. He's good. And all throughout this scripture and Psalms, we're going to break it down. It shows us different ways that we praise God. One, we praise God for his character. We never start praise. Hear me, praise never starts from what he has done for us or what he can do for us. Praise always starts for who he is. The the foundation of our praise is not, God, you have done these things, or God, you have done, those are great ways to praise, or God, you're going to do those things. That's great. That's a great way to praise. But the foundation of praise, (coughs) excuse me, is his character. We praise him for who he is. God, you are good. We give thanks to you because you're good. We praise him for his character the scripture says in 1st John chapter 4 and verse 16 show you a little bit about his character we know how much god loves us for we have put our trust in his love god is love and all who live in love live in god and god lives in them god is love the nature of who god is is love he is good. He is love. And I love this and I, this concept of thinking, okay, God is love. Why? Because the scripture goes into, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, we all know it. It probably was quoted at your wedding, or if you've ever been in a wedding, you probably heard it. It's the love chapter. In verse 4, it says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. It always hopes. It always trusts. It always perseveres. Love never fails. Now, we've, we've, we've read this at our weddings, and we've read this or heard this, and we think about how, okay, this is how we're to respond. This is how we're to love others. That is true. But I want to do, just for a moment, what I want to do is I want to read this scripture. Again, this text in verse, verse, uh, chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians I want to read it again. I want to replace love because the Bible just says God is God is love. So I want to replace the word love with God and check this out. We're talking about the character of God and why we praise him. God is patient. God is patient with you and I. In our immaturity and all of our inconsistencies. He's patient with us. You ever been around someone that's a little immature and they start to they start to they start to get under your skin a little bit and you just want to be like Mm, you're so immature, just grow up a little bit. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Just me, I'm working through it, it's all good. In our inconsistencies, when we walk through things and we're up and we're down or we're in and we're out, one step in, one foot in, one foot out, and we're back and forth, Or when we, our inconsistency and in how we treat others and how, we, how we're supposed to treat others, this, all this inconsistency, in all of that, God is still patient with you and I. Oh, what an incredible reason to praise him that he's patient with you and I. Because I don't know about you, if anybody doesn't deserve patience, it's you. <laughs> if you didn't know who I was talking about, it's me. If anyone doesn't deserve patience, it's us. We may come to church, that doesn't deserve patience. We may read our Bible, that doesn't deserve patience. In our immaturity, and in our inconsistency, see, he still says, my character is patient with you because I love you. Oh, what an incredible reason to praise him. It says, it is, love is kind. God is kind. God is not abusive. He's not mean. He's not upset with you. We can get this wrong picture of God and we can think that God is mad at us and so he's gonna smite us. No, God is kind. The nature of who God is is kindness. The Bible says it does not, God does not envy. God does not boast. God is not proud. The Bible says that God resists the proud. Check this out. God will go back. You don't have to go, you don't have to go to four, five yet. Go back to four. God, it says, God literally resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Okay, so if God resists the proud, then how can he be proud? In fact, the very nature of the enemy, the reason why sin even entered into the, the face of this planet is Lucifer, the angel, he was, he was filled with pride thinking he could be God. And I love it because Jesus says, I've, not, I've come to show you a picture of the Father. I've not done anything that the Father, I've not seen the Father do. I've not said anything that the Father has not said. And here's what's interesting. Jesus came, the Bible says, as a servant, a humble servant. It's showing us that God, he, lo- he loves us in such a way that he's a God that, yes, he is all powerful. Yes, if anybody has the right to say he's, po- he's prideful, he's not though, he's a humble God. Why? Because he came and showed us a picture of what love truly looks like. I love it. Verse five, if you keep on it says, love is, uh, God, is, uh, God does not dishonor others. The Bible says that love covers a multitude of sins. Love covers, God covers our sins. He doesn't dishonor us. You know, one of the dishonoring things that we do to one another is we expose one another's flaws to others in our our world. And God doesn't expose us, God loves us and he doesn't doesn't dishonor us. God is not self-seeking. I love this. God is looking out for us. He's looking out for you the character of God, why we worship, why we praise, why we give him praise, why do we give him thanks? Because he's a God that cares for us, that loves us so much. I love it that he's not a God that's self-seeking, but he's a God that's looking out for you and I because he loves us. God is not easily angered. The scripture says, actually in Psalms, the scripture talks about how God is not quick to anger. God is not angry with you. Maybe you've been far from God. Maybe you've made some mistakes. I just want to encourage you today. God's not angry with you. He's not disappointed in you. He's not waiting for you to, to kick you while you're up or while you're down. That's not who God is. God is, the Bible scripture says, is not easily angered. He's a God that loves us and cares for us. It is, he, God keeps no records of wrongs. Come on, for us and those of us in relationships, y'all know keeping records of wrong can get real easy. Y'all know what I'm saying? Well, you didn't take out the trash seven weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm saying, fellas? Let me give you some advice. I'm a relationship advice. I'm a relationship guru. I just believe it. Let me give you some advice, fellas. How do you keep no records of wrong? No, she's never wrong. Come on, somebody. Yeah, I know the ladies. I know y'all gonna amen me. I know. Bless God. God keeps no record wrong. The Bible says that he takes our sin and our sin is forgiven and it is as far as east is from the west. He doesn't keep records. He doesn't say, oh, well, two years ago you said this or you did that or, oh, five years ago or two two days ago you did. No, he keeps no records. When when we ask for forgiveness and we believe in him, the scriptures and we ask him and we repent, the Bible, it swipes a brand new slate. Some of us, we've had new slates often. We've had to get new slates often, but that's the incredible thing about God. He's a patient God that still, as many times as we fail, he still wipes the record clean. He's an incredible God. What an gr- incredible reason to praise him. It says it ke- he keeps no records of wrong. Go on, go on to verse six for me, or verse eight, sorry, sorry so six. There it is, God does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. Oh, he rejoices when we're willing to stand for truth, when we're willing to know the truth, We have to know the truth, but then knowing the truth, then also standing truth. He, God, always protects. He protects you. He protects your family. He protects your 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 security and your your future. God protects. God always trusts. This is a mind blowing thought to me. Do you know the Creator of the universe, the one who holds everything in His hands? he trusts you. He trusts you. Well, no, like I've made mistakes and I've, I've messed up and I've done things or I've said things. That's not his nature. His nature is he always, the scripture says, it doesn't say sometimes trust when we do what we're supposed to do. No, that's That's conditional love. That's us. When you do something wrong to me, it breaks my trust and it causes me to now distrust you. Now you got to earn back my trust. The incredible thing about the God that we serve is we don't have to earn his trust. Here's what's incredible. He loves us and because of it's his nature, he keeps no record of wrong. And then from keeping no record of wrong, here's what he does. I trust you. What an incredible reason. To praise him. He always perseveres. And then I love it. God never fails. He never gives up on us. The nature of who he is, it is outside of the realm of who he is to give up on you or to give up on me. No matter how far we go, no matter how horrible we are, no matter what the circumstance or the mental mentality is, no matter how often we've been in church, no matter how many times we've missed our Bible readings, no matter how many times we've said the wrong things, he will never give up on us. It is outside of his nature to ever give up on you or me. Oh, what a reason to praise him. I love it. Psalms chapter 136. We're only on the first word of Psalms 136 and there's 26 verses and I got 12 minutes. Somebody better pray for a brother. But oh, what an incredible thought that because of who he is, we don't praise him for what he can do, but we praise him for who he is and in his nature, he is love. I love it. We praise him in his character. Psalm chapter one hundred thirty-six and verse four it says, "Give thanks to him who alone might, does mighty miracles. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who made the heavens so skillfully. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who placed the earth among the waters. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who made the heavenly lights. His faithful love endures forever. The sun the, to the rule the day and his faithful love endures forever. And the moon and the stars to rule the night. His faithful love." endures forever we praise him for his character but we also praise him for creation creation and everything that he's created the masterpiece of this planet and the universe that he has created should always remind us to praise everything on this planet should remind us to praise him here's the problem that oftentimes we get so caught up in our own worlds, in our own frustrations. Someone at work or someone at school says something, irritates us, and the last thing we think about is praising. Come on, somebody. But everything on this planet should remind us to praise Him. Psalms chapter 148 and verse 7. I want to read this to you. It says, Praise the Lord from the earth, you creatures of the ocean depths, fire and hail snow and clouds, wind and weather that obey him, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all livestock, small scurrying animals and birds, kings of the earth, all people, rulers and judges of the earth, young men and young women, all men, old men and children, let them all praise the name of the Lord for his name is very great, his glory towers over the earth and heaven. All of creation, He's reading he talks about the fire and the hail and the snow and the clouds and the mountains and the hills and the trees and the animals and the livestock and the birds and all these different things all of them are praising the Lord all of them are giving praise to the creator of the universe the scripture says in, in Luke chapter 19, many of us know the story. Jesus is being praised by the crowds and, and they, they, the people are saying, don't they, don't Jesus, you shouldn't be letting people praise you. And he says this, I tell you this, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. The rocks will cry out if people don't praise. Well, I'm going to tell you something. This is my phrase of the week. Ain, ain't no rock and i out-praise me. Now, let me tell you something. I know that's not proper English, but let me tell you something. It's easy to remember. Come on, somebody. When you driving around, ain't no bird gonna outpraise me today. When you out and you in the rain and it's raining, it's nasty. You mad cause you in the rain? Ain't no rain gonna outpraise me today. I'm gonna make sure that my heart is in the right posture to praise Him. Why? Cause I know all that has been created is to remind me of how good He is and how powerful He is. And so I ain't gonna let nothing outpraise me. You know what I'm saying? Praise Him. I know it's not proper English, but it's all good. Ain't no rockin' out praise me. Just a couple weeks ago, uh, we were, it was early on a Saturday morning, actually. It was about 6 a.m., a little earlier than 6 a.m., and i um, and I are sleeping, the kids are sleeping. All of a sudden, we hear this like, rrr, 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 rrr. I mean, it's loud at 6 a.m. I'm going to be honest with you. You might be a morning person, but this brother's not, okay? 6 a.m., I get woken up out of my deep sleep of, rrr. rrr, rrr I'm like what in the world is that i'm thinking construction workers are working on our roof i don't know what's happening i don't i don't know what's going i heard and run out and i keep hearing it rrr, rrr. and i go outside and no kidding true story there's a woodpecker on my gutter and it's pecking at my gutter rrr, rrr. no joke i'm like shoo shoo go away. No joke. True story. I'm telling you, God set stuff up for me on purpose just so I have to talk about it. No joke. The bird looks at me and goes back to rrr, rrr, true story. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to get rid of the thing. I'm under it. I'm kind of short. Y'all know that. I can't reach the bird. I can't get the thing to go away. And it's just, it just at six in the morning. Come on, somebody. And I know y'all at six in the morning, that's when you're the most godly. So I get the bright idea at 6 a.m. You know, my creative juices start to flow. I'm like, let's get the hose out. I'm going to spray this sucker down. <laughs> so that's what I did. I got. To, <laughs> that's what I did. I got the hose. Shit, and that thing took off. You know what I'm saying? Like it was no big deal. Let me tell you something. I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm just being vulnerable with you as your pastor here. I'm going to be real honest. That bird, that bird outpraised me that morning. Come on, somebody. <laughs> But here's what's interesting, and this is what God continues, and I know I've talked about this before, but this is what God continues to speak to me about. Like the very sounds of nature, we oftentimes just hear and we take for granted, but every sound that nature makes, it's praising God. That bird in the very it's its way of giving praise to the god of the universe it may not even understand it but there's something that god has created in every individual and every human and every animal and every bird and every fish that the sounds they make the sounds we make are giving praise to him let all of creation remind us to always praise This is what he's saying in the scripture in Psalms. He's saying, listen, I I see all these things, the the sun and the moon and how consistent these things are, that they can just become repetitive to us and we just get up, oh, it's morning time. But no, let the sun, when you see the sun, let it remind you of God's creation and his power to create and his power of who he is and let let, let it cause you to praise him out of your lips. All of creation. Psalms chapter 136 and verse 10, it says, Give thanks to him who killed the firstborn of Egypt. His faithful love endures forever. He brought Israel out of Egypt. His faithful love endures forever. He acted with a strong hand and a powerful arm. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who parted the Red Sea. His faithful love endures forever. He led Israel safely through. His faithful love endures forever. But he hurled Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea. His faithful love endures Forever. Give thanks to him who led his people through the wilderness. His faithful love endures forever. Many people believe that David was the one writing this scripture. We don't know necessarily technically exactly if it was David or not, but many people believe it was David because in 1 Chronicles 16, he quotes some of these scriptures. And so a lot of theologians believe that David's writing this. What David's reminding in his psalm, this, the writer is reminding in the psalm of what God brought the Israelites out of. We praise him for who he is, his his character. We praise him for creation. We also praise him because he cares for us. It shows the details. I love it in this scripture that we just read, just six verses of how God cared for the Israelites in their time of need. He cares for us. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter five and verse seven, cast all your anxiety on him. Come on, some of y'all, that's more than others. Y'all know what I'm talking about because he cares for you. Philippians chapter four and verse six, it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, praise. It's so often times in our lives we we can become so anxious about different things. And I started thinking about as David's writing this, this scripture about the Israelites. Can you imagine the amount of stress? We think we're going through stress when when the deadlines do. Because you imagine the amount of stress of these people who are looking across the way and they can see Pharaoh and all of his army at the Red Sea, they're blocked, they can't go any further. And they see all these, these, this army, this massive army in full attack mode coming toward them. Could you imagine the anxiety and the stress? Again, we think we're anxious and we have stuff to go. Let me tell you, all, some of us we'd be passing out. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be so we'd be so caught up in the moment. And it's so incredible that he shows us that God cares for us in this moment. Listen, and even in the most anxious, most stressful times, God was with them and God took care of them and God handled the situation. And so I love this. Whenever we're walking through things, listen, when you're walking through something that's causing anxiety or stress in your life, praise is a, an incredible weapon against anxiety. I actually will say this. I think oftentimes our nature, we can quickly go to stress and anxiety before we can go to praise. And I think that's why oftentimes we live overwhelmed. We can When, we, when we, we give him praise, even in the t- hard time, even in the struggle, he, he's going to make a way. Let me tell you something. The God of the universe, he cares for you and I. He is not going to let all of a sudden, he's provided for you for this long. He's not all of a sudden not going to provide for you. He's taking care of you for this long. He's taking care of your family for this long. He's not all of a sudden going to say, well, July 30th, that's about all I'm going to do. That's it. See you later. Well, you know what? It's been 72 years, but you know what? 73, that's my limit. I just can't do it anymore. No, he cares for us. And so don't allow your first response in stressful, intense moments. Don't let it be anxiety, let it be praise. God, I'm gonna praise you, why? Because when we praise him in those moments, it shifts our perspective. And it causes us to focus our attention on God and how great he is, not on the situation or the problem. You may be going through financial struggles right now. I want to encourage you. Praise God in your financial struggle. You may going, be going through a sickness in your body. I want to encourage you. Praise God in the sickness of your body. You may be going through a relational tension, or, or you may be going through strife in your relationship, or you may be separated or even divorced. You may be going through something and with relationally. Let me tell you something. Praise God in your relationship. May, you may be going through a time where you're waiting, and you've been continuing to wait, and you're wondering where God is, and you're getting anxious about it, I'm getting too old, uh, I'll never get married. Let me tell you something. Praise God where you are. Why? Because praise shifts our perspective and allows us to understand, God cares for me. He's not gonna give up on me. Let everything that we do, everything that we, we walk through, let it cause us to turn to him and praise him. Psalms chapter 136 and verse 17 says, Give thanks to him who struck down the mighty kings. His father loves, his faithful love endures forever. He killed powerful kings, his faithful love endures forever. Sion, the king of the Amorites, his faithful love endures forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, his faithful love endures forever. God gave the land of these kings as an inheritance, his faithful love endures forever. A special possession to the servant Israel, his faithful love endures forever. David's going through the scripture and he's saying how he saw God come and defeat the enemies of Israel. He comes and defeats these kings and these powerful kings and God comes and he, he moves on Israel's behalf and he, he takes care of them with the Red Sea. But then also he, he says, listen, I want you to know God's in control. This is way the, a way we praise. We, can, we praise him because we know he's in control. And we hear the term control nowadays in our lives and we think this this negative thought of where, oh, well, no, nobody controls me. I'm my own person. I do what I want. And that's not necessarily what we talk about. God's not controlling you. God gives us free will. His desire is that we would choose him. We're not robots You know he could have easily just made us robots where we just always follow him, but no, he wants us to choose him and walk with him and love. And so here's what he does: he, because he loves us, he gives us the opportunity to have free will to choose. So when we say control, it doesn't mean he's controlling you. What it means is I'm giving up control. I'm giving up the driver's seat. Come on, some of y'all that you control freaks when you drive, and y'all know I'm talking about like nobody else can drive but you. And you think you're the only one that drives well. Come on, somebody. We're talking to some control freaks in here. People are getting freed. We're talking about giving up control. God, my life is not i'm not i'm not in control god i want to give it to you and i want you to i want you to lead and cuz i know god when you lead god you're going to take care of and destroy the situations and the enemies and and the things in my life that may try to haunt me or 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 harm me or harm my family god i'm giving it to you and i'm following you with my life and god i want to praise you in this i want to praise you that you're powerful enough that you care for me you're personal enough that you care for me but you're powerful enough that you can control the situations around me to bless me to Provide for me to take care of me. He's personal he's powerful. It all reminds us to give praise to him. Psalm chapter 136, verse 23, as I close today. He remembered us in our weakness. His faithful love endures forever. He saved us from our enemies. His faithful love endures forever. He gives food to every living thing. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to God of heaven. His faithful love endures forever. And everything that we do, let us be people that praise him. Praise him for his character. Praise him for creation and in creation. And praise him that he cares for us. Praise him that he's in control. But also, I love it, praise him because of Christ. I love this. The scripture says, he remembered us in our weakness. Check this out. I love this. I love that Psalms is such a prophetic book as well. And it it gives us glimpses of of the future and Christ to come. It says, he remembered us in our weakness. Check it out. If you go back to me, for with me, he remembered us in our weakness. His faithful love endures forever. And he saved us from our enemy. The scripture says, I want to show it to you in Romans chapter five and verse six. It says, you see, just the right time while we were still powerless in our weakness, While we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. Next scripture for me. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, he died for us. A picture of Christ. Why do we praise? We praise him for who he is. We praise him for creation and the masterpiece that he's created for us and it reminds us to always praise him. We praise him because he cares for us and he's personal and he loves us and he walks with us. And We praise him because he's powerful and he's in control and he takes care of all the situations around us. But we, more than any of those things, not more than who he is, but more than those other things, we praise him for Christ. Why? Because yet while we were enemies of God, While we were sinners, while we were in our mess, in our weakness, while we were powerless, Christ said, I love you so much, and I'm going to choose to come and lay my life down to be the sacrifice so that now we could be in right relationship with the Father, so that now we could have eternal life, but also life now on earth, walking with Him in relationship. Let us always remember that everything that we do, it all revolves around Christ and what He did for us. Let us never get so complacent and comfortable with the story of Christ that we stop praising him and remembering what he did for us. And every time we remember, it should cause us to turn our mouths around and say, God, oh my goodness, I'm so grateful for what you've done. You gave your life so that I could find freedom, so that I could be forgiven, so that I could have eternal life. I didn't deserve it. I didn't earn it. But you chose, and so I want to praise you. So now, here's what happens. Now, when the person at work is acting crazy and they want to talk trash about you or they want to say something about you they want to throw you under the bus or you're having a bad day, now my perspective needs to not be on that. My perspective needs to be on Christ. Why? Because all that stuff is nothing in comparison of what he did for me. And so, God, I'm not going to let those things affect me. I'm going to praise you for what you've done for me. Let in everything that we do, let it always praise the Lord. In everything that we say, let it always praise the Lord. Because he is good and he cares for us. He provides for us and he protects us and he loves us. And he showed us that. Not by something he can do for us now, but something he did thousands of years ago when he sent his son. And Jesus came, and he gave it all for you and I. While we were weak, in our sin, he gave it all for us. As we close down this series of refreshing your soul, I can think of no greater thing that a human can do to refresh our souls more than praise. I can think of no greater thing that a human can do to refresh our souls more than praise. Yeah, take your vacation. Yeah, take your time off. Yeah, if you need to seek advice and go to counseling, do all those things, you may need that for your soul, but nothing is in comparison. Those things are great, but nothing comes into comparison than us saying, I'm going to praise him. With my lips, I'm going to praise him. I don't know what you're walking through. I don't know what your life looks like. I don't know where you are in your walk with God, but I do know this. No matter where you are, whether you just started being a Christian or maybe you've been a Christian for 50 years, I don't know, but I do know this. No matter who we are, where we come from, no matter what our walk looks like, we all need to be a better people at praising him. We all need to be a better people at praising him. Let our souls be refreshed by praising him with our mouths. Amen. Can we pray today? Father, I thank you so much.